Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus said, The works that I do shall you do also, and greater works than these shall you do. Come and have an encounter with the burden-removing, yoke-destroying power of God at work in the life of Pastor Adama Segbeji this Sunday, 10 a.m. at Solution Chapel International, Barnfield Road, Northgate Crawley, RH10-8DS, or call 01293-885-000 for more information or on the web at solutionchapel.org. Solution Chapel International, home of signs, wonders, and miracles. The Solution Word with Pastor Adama Segbeji. Pastor Adama has a passion to uplift people and see the body of Christ excel. His aim, to bring hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations. In this message, you will learn. It's to walk in what? The glory. When you are in the glory, you have dominion over every prevailing circumstances. Listen to me. Some of you are still single, not because you are not beautiful. Some of you are not experiencing breakthrough in life, not because you are not working hard. It's because the devil has tempered with the glory of God in your life. Well, welcome to the month of October, our month of greater glory. Hallelujah. It's our month of greater glory in the name of Jesus. You know, when um, something is on, that needs to be off. Is the keyboard on? All microphones off. Um, when Lazarus died, um, Martha and Mary were worried how he was going to be resurrected. And Jesus said to them, Only believe. Jesus said to them, only what? Believe. And you will see the glory of the Lord. This month, only believe. I said this month, only do what? And you will see the glory of God. Christianity is about believing. So only believe and you see the glory of God. Amen. I said only believe and you see the glory of God in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, it's good to see you all. Uh, are you ready for the word? Yes. All right. If you're ready, turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Second. Corinthians chapter 3 verse 18. 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 18, our foundational test. I want you to be very expectant today because uh, there will be miracles taking place. 
there'll be healings taking place. There'll be deliverances taking place. Whilst the message is going on, the anointing of God will be present to do exploits in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. I read 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 18. It says, but we all with an open face beholding us in a glass the glory of the Lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory even as by the spirit of the Lord and we are blessed by the reading of God's word. Amen. I'm continuing with my series that I have titled From Glory to Glory. From Glory to Glory. We have already established in our previous uh, uh, teachings about the importance of the glory of God in the life of every believer. The Christian walk is a walk of glory. God wants to do exploits in our lives. But for that exploits to happen, we have to understand the place of the glory in our lives. Please understand that when you enter into the glory zone, toiling ceases. Amen. There is no toiling in the glory zone. There is no struggling in the glory zone. There is no sickness in the glory zone. So it's important for us to do everything possible to enter into the glory of God. And last week, I did emphasize that previously, the glory of God is, is, is revealed in specific geographical locations. But in this present time, the glory of God is only revealed in one place, and that is in the word of God. So that means if you're going to experience the glory of God, your word level must go up. Amen? Isn't it interesting that many Christians who read everything else apart from the Bible will read every comment on every social media platform, but we will not read the Bible. Many of us after today's service, when we get home, We'll put our Bible aside. The only time we'll pick it up again will be on Thursday or next week's Sunday. So it's important for us to understand that if we are going to experience the glory of God, we have to go into the word of God. That's why John chapter 1 verse 14, the Bible says that the glory of God, it says, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So the glory of God is revealed in the word of God. And you know the word of God is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Who is the word? The word of God is Jesus Christ. Now, that same scripture in the message translation, it says, the word became flesh and blood and moved into the neighborhood. The word became flesh and blood and moved into the neighborhood. 
we saw the glory with our own eyes. The one of a kind glory, like father, like son, generous inside out, true from start to finish. So that means when you're a Christian who studies the word, reads the word, stays in the word, guess what happens? The word will become part of you. And when the word becomes part of you, everywhere you are, people will see nothing else but the word in you. And when they see the word, they will see the glory. When they see the word, they will see what? The glory. And that's where many will be saying that the glory has moved into our neighborhood. I said that's where many will be saying that the glory has moved into our what? Our neighborhood. Because where the glory of God is, there can be no crime. Where the glory of God is, there can be no drugs. Where the glory of God is, there can be no killings. So for us as a ministry, wherever we move to, there will be zero percent crime. Because wherever we move into, we go with the glory. I said we go with the glory. And this month, you'll experience a greater glory. Nobody will have to pray for you. Your sickness will vanish. Amen. I said nobody will have to pray for you. Your sickness will vanish. Amen. That generational curse of sickness that has been troubling you and your family, it ends today. Amen. I said it ends today. Amen. And never to come back again because the Bible says that affliction shall not rise up again the second time. And I decree upon you that you will experience nothing else but the glory this month. That's why the Bible says that, but we all, 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18, it says, but we all with an open face, beholding us in a glass, the glory of the Lord, we are changed into the same image. Oh, this is powerful. We are changed into the same image. Now, when the Bible says that, but we are with an open face beholding us in a glass, the word glass there is the word. It's talking about the word. Remember what James said? James said, the word is the perfect law of liberty. And he says, we should not be hearers of the word only, but be what? Be doers. So every time you come to church and you hear the word, you must be a doer of the word. So it says, but we all with an open face, beholding us in a glass, the glory of the Lord, we are changed into the same image. What image is he talking about? The same image represents the reflection of the glory of God. Remember Genesis chapter 1 verse 26, God said, let us make man in our own image and in our own likeness. Genesis 1 26, it says, let us make man in our own image and in our, after our own likeness and let them have dominion. The easiest way to have dominion over every area of your life is to walk in the glory. Is to walk in what? The glory. When you are in the glory, you have dominion over every prevailing circumstances. Listen to me. Some of you are still single, not because you are not beautiful. 
Some of you are not experiencing breakthrough in life, not because you are not working hard. It's because the devil has tempered with the glory of God in your life. I've seen very beautiful people, very beautiful, very handsome, single for life. They have the right words. They can speak fluent English, fluent uh, German, fluent uh, uh, Chinese, name all the languages. They can speak about seven to eight languages. And yet they are still single. Why? Because the glory has departed. And when the glory departs, no one wants to come close to you. Do you remember in the days of Samuel, the Bible says that the glory departed. It's called Ichabod. That's why you have to do everything possible to preserve the presence of the glory of God in your life. Do everything possible. To preserve the presence of the glory of God in your life. So in First Samuel chapter 4 verse 21, the Bible says that, And she named the child Ichabod, saying, The glory is departed from Israel, because the ark of the Lord was taken, and because of her father-in-law and her husband. And she said, The glory is departed from Israel, for the ark of God is taken. The ark of God represents the presence of God. So wherever you see the presence of God, the glory of God is there. Guess what? When the devil is coming to attack you, the first thing he comes to attack is the presence of God in your life. Once he can have access to the presence of God, he can have access to the glory. And I want you to understand one key thing. There is only one thing the devil is looking for in your life. He's not looking for your money. He's not looking for anything you have. He's only looking for one thing, and that is the glory of God. He's looking for the glory of God. He wants to have access to the glory of God. Why? Because we were made in the image of God. Oh, this is powerful. We were made in the image of God. And the image of God represents the glory of God. Say amen to that. The image of God represents the glory of God. That's why Genesis 1.26 says, And God said, Let us make man in our own image. What image is he talking about? It's not the image we are seeing now. This is not the image we are made in. Why? Because God is a spirit. God is a spirit. And Jesus said, they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. In spirit and in truth. John chapter 4 verse 24. So this image that the Bible is talking about is the glory of God. Is the glory of God. So in Genesis 1.27, the Bible says that, and God made man in his own image. So God created man in his own image. And the image of God created he, him, male and female created he, them. So this image that the Bible is talking about is the glory of God. 
is the glory of God. That's why the devil is doing everything possible to come for that glory. Because he wants that glory from the beginning. Remember, the devil said, I'll ascend unto the throne of God. I'll be like God. What does he want? The glory. He's looking for the glory. So, when you go to Genesis chapter 3 verse 7, the Bible says that, And the eyes of both of them were open, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together, and made themselves apron. Now, guess what happened? The glory departed immediately when sin came into the scene. The moment sin came into their lives, the glory departed. Why did the glory depart? Because the devil stole the glory they had. The, the devil stole the glory that man had. I know this is deep stuff, but you need to get this because this is so important. The moment sin came in, the devil took their glory. Now, before Genesis 3, 7, they were covered with the glory of God. Adam and Eve were covered in the glory of God. Now, the moment they seen, they noticed that the glory had departed. Ichabod. The moment sin came in, guess what happened? The glory departed. And the moment the glory departed, they now realized that they were naked. What were they covered with before they became naked? The glory. They were covered in the glory before, the moment the devil came in, then the glory departed. Oh, thank you, Jesus. That's why in Matthew chapter 4, verse 8, listen to the devil. When he was tempting Jesus, the second and the last Adam, look at what he said. He said again, the devil taken him up into an exceeding high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them. And the glory of them. How did he have access to the glory of them? Because he took it away from Adam and Eve. He took it from Adam and Eve because the moment Adam and Eve yielded to his, his, his deception, he had access to their glory. So now he's trying to take the last glory which we see now on Jesus. He's trying to take that also. So when he took Jesus on the mountain, he said, listen, Jesus, all these kingdoms of the world I will give you. If only you bow to me, I'm going to give you all these things and the glory of them. How did he have? If he doesn't have the glory, he wouldn't tell Jesus, I'll give you. The devil is a father of lies. He can never speak the truth. Never. So when he was saying that, I'll give you all the glory. Yes, indeed. He had the glory. Because he can't. In, in, in the devil, he cannot, he cannot tell the truth. There is no truth in him. He's a lie. He's a liar. His description, his job description is to lie. So when he opens his mouth and he's talking, he can never speak the truth. So when he was telling Jesus, 
all of these kingdoms of the world I will give you and the glory of them. That is why he's saying that is a lie which was coming out of his mouth. But in his contest, in his contest, his lie is his truth. His lie is his truth. Because what he was saying here is true. Because he had access to the glory. That's why he's telling Jesus, if only you bow to me, I will give you the glory. Because he took it from Adam and Eve. Now, Romans chapter 3, verse 23, a very popular scripture which we all know. Romans chapter 3, verse 23. It says, For all have sinned and done what? And done what? And done what? And come short of the glory. Which glory is the Bible talking about? The glory that God had, that he gave to us, that the devil stole away from us. For all have seen and come short or fallen short of the glory. Which glory is he talking about? The glory that the devil now has. Which has departed. I've come to announce to you this month. Any glory of your family. Any glory of your marriage that the devil has stolen, I decree a release this month. Let me hear a living amen. Amen. You see, because the reason why many Christians are toiling and struggling is because they are not in the glory. When you are in the glory, you don't struggle. Things just happen. You don't struggle to marry. You don't struggle to break through. You don't struggle to experience testimonies. Once you are in the glory, things work for you. Have you noticed that when God created Adam and Eve, they did not work? Because in the glory zone, there is no working. Before you show up, all provision is made available for you. That glory is coming back. I said your glory is coming back. I said your glory is coming back. I said your glory is coming back. Receive it now. I said your glory is coming back. Receive it now. I said your glory is coming back. Receive it now. I said your glory is coming back. Receive it now. I said your glory is coming back. In the name of Jesus. That's why David prayed this prayer. Psalm 3 from verse 1. Let's read it together. Psalm 3 from verse 1 to the end. It's a prayer for this church. This is our prayer. This was a prayer David prayed when Absalom, his son, was chasing him. This is a very powerful prayer. For those of you who have enemies within, these are the prayers you need to pray. So there are some families you have so much enemy. You want to build a single house. They are going to tie your hand somewhere. 
You want to marry, they say, as for you, as long as I'm alive, somebody say, as long as I'm alive, you will never marry. All you have to say is, so shall it be. Because you say you are alive and I'll not marry, you have to go. You have to go so I can marry. Anyone sitting on your joy, they go today. I said, anyone sitting on your joy, your marriage, your promotion, your breakthrough, they go today. Let me hear a violent amen. Amen. Let me hear a violent amen. Amen. Somebody is sitting somewhere and say, as for you, you and your children, you only go this far. Have you noticed that sometimes you save money, you save, you save, you reach certain limits, and then before you realize something happens and all the money goes. Somebody is sitting somewhere and sitting on your money. From today, it shall not be so. I said, from today, it shall not be so. You see, many people have been struggling, but after today's service, that struggle ceases. Because when we are in the glory, we don't toil. In the glory, we don't struggle. In the glory, we experience everything that pertains to life and godliness. So let's read it together. Ready? Go from the beginning to the end. Psalm 3 from verse 1. Ready? Read. Lord, how are they increased that trouble me? Many are they that rise up against me. Many be with of my soul. There is no help for him in God. The devil is a liar. I said the devil is a liar. Anyone saying there is no help for you in God after today, they will see your help. The Lord will be our help. I said the Lord will be our help. Verse 3, it says, But thou, O Lord, art a shield to me, my glory, and the lifter up of my head. Say a good amen. amen. Shout a living amen. amen. Let the devil in your village hear your living amen this morning. Amen. It says, But thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my glory, and the lifter up of my head. From today, your head will be lifted. Every head of yours that has been bowed down, I decree it's been lifted after today in the name of Jesus. Verse 4. It says, I cried unto the Lord with my voice, and he heard me out of his holy hill. Say amen. amen. I laid me down and slept. I awoke and the Lord sustained me. Glory. Hallelujah. Say hallelujah. Verse 6, it says, I will not be afraid of ten thousands of people that have set themselves against me round about. Say Amen. Say a good amen. amen. Verse 7, it says, Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God, for thou hast smitten all my enemies upon the cheekbone. 
Thou hast broken the teeth of the ungodly. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. From today, when you see them, they will not be able to open their mouth because all their teeth is broken. When you see them and you say, good morning, they'll say, hmm. You say, why are you not opening your mouth? You say, open your mouth. I command you to open your mouth. And when they open their mouth, you see all their teeth gone. I said, all their teeth will be gone. All their teeth will be gone. Their teeth, their teeth represent soldiers. The tongue said, I am among soldiers. The teeth represent soldiers. Every gun gulp of the enemy against your destiny is shattered today. That's my prayer for you. I said, that's my prayer for you. That's my prayer for you. You will experience the glory of God this month. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, I sense the glory of God powerfully in this place. The anointing of God is so strong in this service. After today, your life will never be the same again. When people see you, they'll say, something has changed about you. Yes. I see nothing but the glory. Amen. I see nothing but the glory. Yes. I've come to announce to you, where you struggled before, you will not struggle again. Amen. Where you were struggling before, after today, there will be no more struggle. Yes. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Quickly as we get ready to close. How do I have access to the glory of God? How many of you want to have access to the glory of God? How do I have access to the glory of God? Number one. Through heavenly mindset. Through a heavenly mindset. Colossians chapter 3 verse 1 and 2. Colossians chapter 3 verse 1 and 2 I read. It says... If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ seated on the right hand of God. Verse 2, it says, set your affections on things above and not things on the earth. Set your affection. Other translation says, set your affection and keep it set. On Thursday, I was teaching on delight yourself in the Lord. That is what it means to set your affection on things above. You delight yourself in the things of God. You delight yourself in the things of God. It says set your affection on things above and not things on the earth. Why? Because the glory of God is above. It's not for low-level-minded people. Yeah, that's right. 
Many people cannot experience the glory of God because their mindset is low. They are thinking low. Every thought is evil. Every thought is bad. Every thought is low. Insufficiency, scarcity. Every thought, everything they think is low. Who is going to help me? I need somebody to help me. An entitlement mindset. No, change that mindset. A slavery mindset. Change that, change that mindset. Understand where you are seated. You are seated with Christ in heavenly places. Number two. Number two way to have access to the glory of God is by going higher. Number two is by going higher. Revelation chapter 4 verse 1. It said, after this I looked and behold, a door was open. Say amen. Amen. It said, after this I looked and behold, a door was open. I've come to announce to someone. I've come to prophesy to you today. Every door that was shut against you, I decree it open now. Amen. I said, I decree it open now. Amen. That door of promotion is open now. Amen. That door of breakthrough is open now. Amen. That door of increase is open now. Amen. That door to your new house is open when? Amen. Now. It's open now. Amen. I said, it's open now. Amen. Behold, the door was open. Guess where? In heaven. And the first voice which I heard was as if, as if it was of a trumpet talking with me, which said, come up hither, and I will show thee things which must be here after. Amen. It's time to go up higher. Yeah. It's time to do what? To go up higher. Remember Isaiah chapter 58 verse 14? Isaiah chapter 58, verse 14. It says, Thou shalt delight thyself in the Lord, and he will cause you to ride in the high places of the earth. Say amen. Say amen. Someone was sharing a testimony on Thursday about how God gave them a house. They were believing God for 10 years. I told you after covenant, there will be barrage of testimonies. Barrage of what? Testimonies. An overflow of testimonies. 10 years struggling for a house. But guess what? The moment they, they have their delight in the Lord, in every service, weekday service, in prayer service, in rehearsals, serving in the house of the Lord. Ten years struggle was broken. It happened in a twinkling of an eye. It happened just like that. And the nice thing about it was that she said her house was nicely furnished, new carpet. They put new carpet, new fridge, new cooker, new microwave, new everything. Hallelujah. Hey, somebody shout glory. We are in the glory zone in this church. 
You can be here and miss out. Don't be here and miss out. Be here and be part of what God is doing. Look at the other testimony we had this morning. A house. A new house. Four bedroom house. Done just like that. You will not miss out in this season. I said you will not miss out in this season. You remember I prophesied that there shall be no tenant in this church before we end this year. There shall not be a single tenant in this church. Because you, see, you, you don't even believe there is a amen. You are saying amen and thinking about your bank account. Uh, how much is there? There are testimonies in this house of someone going to buy a house and the person gave them a deposit. A deposit to buy their own house. You think I'm, I think when I'm sharing testimonies now, I'll just call the people out. So you know that what I'm saying is not a joke. It's happening. It's happening in this church. It's happening. There are many people who walked into this church as tenants. Today they have their own houses. Because in the glory there is no struggle. In the glory that ridiculous happened. I just heard in my spirit right now and I'm going to prophesy to you that even your children will have their own houses at this age. At this age, they'll have their own houses. They'll have their own houses. In the name of Jesus. It's happening. We're in the glory zone. I'm telling you, a time is coming. There'll be no one in this church who will be sick. No one in this church will be sick. Now, I love the doctors. Doctors, we don't want to get you out of job. But as for this church, you have GPs, but you will not see your GPs for 30 years. You know, in the glory season, there is no weakness. Many of you here, you are going to die at your good old age. Nobody is going to put you in a care home. Nobody is going to bath you at your good old age. You are going to bath yourself. You are going to take care of yourself. Nobody is going to be changing your clothes for you at your good old age. In the name of Jesus. Why? Because Psalm 84 verse 7, it says we go from where? From glory to glory. It says we go from strength to strength. But we all who appear in Zion, they go from strength to strength. They go from strength to strength. Psalm 84 verse 7. Hallelujah. They go from where? From strength to to strength, and so shall be your testimony. Amen. Let's read it together. Ready? Go. They go from strength to strength. Every one of them in Zion appeared before God. Do you know what Zion means? Zion means the church. 
So every time you come to church, your strength is renewed. Your strength is renewed. There shall be none, there shall be no weak person in this house. No weakness. That's why you have to deal with all those devils that are giving you shifts on Sunday mornings. That's right. Deal with all those devils. Tell them I don't want shift on a Sunday morning. I am going to Zion to renew my strength. Say a good amen. Amen. Say a living amen. Amen. So number two, we go up how higher and higher. You'll be going up higher from henceforth. Number three, through complete obedience. How do we access the glory of God? Number one, through a heavenly mindset. Number two, by going up higher. And number three, through complete obedience. Complete obedience. John chapter 2 verse 5. The mother of Jesus said unto them, Whatsoever he tells you to do, do it. And his mother said unto the servants, whatsoever he tells you to do, do what? Do it. Your doing it is to your own advantage. Do you know that there is nothing written in the Bible that is to God's advantage, but it's to our own advantage? Do you know that? When God says win a soul, it's to your own advantage. There's a brother in this church who went to win a soul a woman as a soul and then brought the soul to the church and married her. It's to your own advantage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And since then, he has stopped going to win souls because he's got his wife out of the soul with him. (laughs) I said to him, you must stop. You must win more souls. (laughs) Are you following me? Can you imagine if you had disobeyed, just staying there? He would still be single by now. Yeah, everything God tells you is to your own what? Advantage. Some of you are sitting there. When we say Winslow, you are sitting there and waiting. And yet you are still single. Somebody has married their soul. <laughs> They have married their soul. So if you don't know any formula, just work this formula. You also go out there, bring their soul in and marry them. Hallelujah. Everything in the word is to our advantage. When God says thou shalt not fornicate, it's to your advantage. It's not to his advantage. When God says thou shalt not gossip, it's to your advantage. When God says tithe, it's to your advantage. Why? Because when you tithe, he'll rebuke the devourer for your sake. He'll rebuke the devourer for your sake. There are many people in this church who testify, I was not tithing. And every time I was getting broke. And the moment I started tithing, now I have more to even put in store. If 
everything in the word is to our advantage. Not to God's advantage, but to our advantage. So when God says obey, what do you do? You obey. They were looking for water. Jesus said, they were looking for wine. Jesus said, pour water. Did they obey or not? The moment they obeyed, the water turned into wine. As for how the water is going to turn into wine, it's none of your business. What you want is wine. Just obey. Obey before complaining. In the army, we obey before we ask questions. I've always said understanding can wait. Obedience is now. If you want to understand everything with God, you'll miss out. There was famine in Israel. God said to Abraham, go to Egypt. His son Isaac came on the scene. Genesis 26. There was famine in the land. God said to Isaac, don't go to Egypt. Stay in Gerar. Stay. He said to his father, go. He said to the son, stay. It's the same God. You want to understand God, you miss God. You want to understand God before you obey, you miss God. You want wine. He said, pour water. Why don't you just obey? You are not going to see the glory of God if you don't walk in complete obedience. Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 1. The Bible says that any shall come to pass. If thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do all his commandments which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God shall set thee on high above all the nations of the earth. Say amen to that. Say a good amen to that. Do you want God to set you above? Work in complete obedience. Simple. Work in complete obedience. God said to me many years ago, leave your job. Go into full-time ministry. I obeyed. I didn't understand it then, but I obeyed him. And within that time, God has blessed me more than I could walk in if I was working. Many Christians are missing out because they are not walking in complete obedience. That's why the Bible says that to obey is better than sacrifice. To obey is better than sacrifice. Don't allow disobedience to cost you your place in destiny. Disobedience can wipe you off the map of God. Don't don't allow it. Walk in complete obedience. Whatever he tells you to do, do it. When he tells you to win a soul, win a soul. When he tells you to give, what do you do? You give. He told Abraham, give your only son, Isaac, the one whom you love. (laughs) God waited till (laughs) Ishmael was cast out of the house. Then he said, this is the one I want. I want Isaac. Now, if Ishmael was in the house, guess what? 
Abraham would have gone for Ishmael. But God said, no, I want Isaac. Isaac represents the most loved, the one you treasure more. You see, many people are on the same level today because they cannot just obey God. And immediately, Abraham obeyed. God said, now I know. And in blessing, I will bless you. Just that one act of obedience, many of us are walking in that level of blessing now. Why are you... Why are you imprisoning your future by disobeying God? You want to see the glory of God? Walk in complete obedience. Last scripture and we close. Listen, write this down. Everything you will ever need in life. Everything. Everything you will ever need. Anybody here have a need? Anybody have a need? All right. Every need you will ever need in this life. Guess where it is? It's in the glory. Philippians chapter 4 verse 19 and 20. Philippians chapter 4 verse 19 and 20. It says, but my God shall supply. How many? How many? How many? How many? Is this some? How many? All your what? All your need. All your need. That means everything you will ever need in this world. Everything your children, children's children will ever need. It says God will supply all your need according to his riches where? His riches where? His riches where? In glory. So everything you will ever need is in the glory. Why are you running after your need? Chase after the glory. That's why we sing that song. I'm chasing after you. I need you more and more. That's the glory. If I can have the glory, I'll have everything. If I'm in the glory... I have everything. That's what Jesus said. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. Everything you need is in the glory. Your healing is in the glory. Your promotion is in the glory. That house you're looking for is in the glory. Your settlement is in the glory. Your marriage bliss is in the glory. Everything you'll ever need It's in the glory of God. So go for the glory. Verse 20 of Philippians chapter 4. It says, now unto God and our Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. It's time for us to go from where? From glory to glory. It says, but we all with an open face, beholding us in a glass, the glory of the Lord. We are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. God will bring you into that season. 
a season of his glory. In the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. Did you receive it today? Let's give Jesus a better praise. Hallelujah. Let's give Jesus a better praise. Let's give him a better praise. In the name of Jesus. Let's rise up on our feet, please. Why don't you talk to God for a moment? Just talk to God. You've heard the word. Talk to God for a moment. If you are weak in any area, ask God to help you, to strengthen you, to empower you, to change your desires, to nothing else, but to experience his glory. for what you have done for us. Thank you for what you continue to do. We give you praise. Thank you, Jesus. If you're here this morning and you're not born again, you don't know where you will end if you die today. Maybe you are watching online. And if you die today, you don't know where you will be. He said, Pastor, pray for me. I want to pray for you. It's simple. The Bible says if you believe with your heart and confess with your mouth, Christ Jesus, you shall be saved. The Bible says that there is no name given on earth except the name Jesus. 
that everyone who name calls upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ shall be saved if you're here this morning and you're not sure that you'll make it to heaven they say pastor pray for me I want to pray for you I want to pray for you anyone here like that you want to give your life to Jesus lift up your right hand and I'll pray for you you want to give your life to Jesus to give your life to Jesus, lift up your right hand and I'll pray for you. I want to pray for you. Don't die and go to hell. Hell is real. Heaven is real. You are here. You're not sure if you'll make it to heaven. You say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to pray for you. Yes, I want to pray for you. I want to pray for you. Say with me, Lord Jesus, I come to you just as I am. Forgive me of my sins. Write my name in your book of life. May I serve you all the days of my life. From today, I have decided to follow you. No turning back. In Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Let's give Jesus some praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Did you receive it this morning? Yeah. What are we going to go for from today? Glory. What are we going to go for from today? Glory. Yeah. Stop chasing other things. Just obey the word. Be a doer of the word. Don't be a hearer only. Be a what? A doer. And you see fruits manifest in your life. I want to say this. This is very important. Now, this Thursday, I'll be praying especially for some people. Because God has laid, you see, uh, God gives me what to preach the whole year before I start preaching from January. But sometimes he comes to interrupt what to preach. And when he does that, I know he's in our midst. Last Sunday, for instance, I was just sitting here. It's not of me. The Holy Spirit said, pray for everybody for the restoration of their glory. Last Sunday. And I had a very tiring week. I said, oh, Holy Spirit, please. But I obeyed. And right after the service, somebody came to me and said, Pastor, Pastor, I had a dream four days ago and in the dream somebody was taking my hair was taking off my hair and then I went to find out and somebody told me that somebody was stealing your glory and she said this morning when you said come and I'll pray for you for the restoration of your glory the Holy Spirit just said yes your glory has been restored Are you following what I'm saying? So, what I'm saying is that let's learn to follow the Holy Spirit according to the word. I don't just do things out of doing sake. This Thursday, I'm going to finish the message I started preaching last week. Come this Thursday, I want to pray for some people because I believe God wants to set us above to ride high 
And I'm going to show you the secret. We started learning the secret, how to delight ourselves in the Lord. So God can cause us to ride in the high places. Listen, my desire for you is God will lift you up. I don't want anybody in this church to be on the low level. Everybody in this church will be up there. So this Thursday, no matter, some of you, you don't work Thursday evening. You just, you just stay in the house. The devil will tell you, oh, don't come. Don't do it. You had a testimony last week, Sunday. One of our sisters, she wanted to come to church. The devil said, stay, stay. And she said, no. She was suffering from ear noise. And then the Holy Spirit said, come. Her family left to church. And she was the last person. She came to church that very day she was healed. Amen. What am I telling you? The easiest way to know the voice of God is to do the opposite of what the devil tells you. When the devil says, don't go to church, that's the way day you go to church. When your body doesn't feel like going to church, that's the day you go to church. And when you do that, God will bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. So come this Thursday, I'll be praying for everyone to ride in the high places. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for taking time to listen to The Solution Word by Pastor Adama Segbeji. For prayer or further details, please call us on 01293-885000. Or why not visit us this Sunday at 10 a.m. at Solution, Barnfield Road, Northgate, Crawley, RH10, 8HQ. Your experience at Solution is sure to be a time of great blessing. Solution, bringing hope to the hopeless and solution to the nations. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus said, The works that I do shall you do also, and greater works than these shall you do. Come and have an encounter with the burden-removing, yoke-destroying power of God at work in the life of Pastor Adama Segbeji this Sunday, 10 a.m. at Solution Chapel International, Barnfield Road, Northgate Crawley, RH10-8DS, or call 01293-885-000 for more information, or on the web at solutionchapel.org. Solution Chapel International, home of signs, wonders, and miracles.